finishing the Maimar and Vegas. Just go back a drop to uh, page Kuvav Gimel, just a little Hazara. Page Kuvav. He had done uh, that paragraph, that uh, that little piece, but let's just go over it. Page Kuvav, Siv Gimel. This applies to every aspect of Avod Hashem, but especially when it comes to such an aspiration like Dvekas, a Madriga of Dvekas that we've been learning about. Misha writes a Liskas to Dvekas, Sarchla Kachas Laatzma Bechaisek Asmidas Hanetzah, Shinyana Akshonus Vaazus Digdusha. Anybody who wants to be Zeichel Dvekas is a type of person that that tries, tries that, that, that tries for a bit and 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 uh, experiences difficulties and challenges and setbacks and 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 doesn't have this midah of netzach with an akshonus a stubbornness to to try again as the kedusha this whole avoda requires a tremendous as the kedusha which the Svam explained to us, and the Gemara says that, that at the end of time, by the Meshicha, the time that we're in now, Chutzpah, there's going to be tremendous Chutzpah, so we've learned over the years that Rav Tzadik and other Tzadik can explain that the Chutzpah, the chutzpah that, we, that we have now is it's not, it's not a Chutzpah of uh, a negative Chutzpah, although that, that's also, of course, in the world, but it's a, a Chutzpah that What's a, what's a, who's a mechutzav? A mechutzav is somebody who, uh, who let's say, will will go over to uh, to the king and tell him what his thoughts are on uh, on how he should run the kingdom. It's a mechutzav, somebody that doesn't know his place. It's a mechutzav. So the Reb Tzadik and others said he can say that 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 we see that at the end of t- at the end of time, there's going to be this midah of chutzpah that. Uh, Strictly speaking, people like ourselves and the lowly madrega that were on at the end of time, we shouldn't have the right, we shouldn't think that we have the right to talk about midas like Dvekas and Bittl and all kinds of things and, and to have Sha'ifas, Chris Karvis, Takach Baruch But the chutzpah, the chutzpah means that there's an akshonis, there's a feeling of Zemagili. It's a certain chutzpah, an azis. Uh, it takes a certain amount of. Uh, t- it takes a certain goal. Well, the right word would be in English. There's no. I think that even in English they say chutzpah now. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes a. It takes a chutzpah that uh, when a person when a person's, it's it's not his place, and it seems like this is something which is very 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 not. It's something which is very very. Beyond, above, and beyond who he is, and Afapichini says, "Am I Why can't I also? Why, why can't I also be part of this? Why can't I also come?" See if, like, let's say there's a there's a a, a, a gathering of chashuvah dignitaries and, and 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 big people, and then you have some little push the person that pushes his way in. So everybody would say, well, "You're big mechutzav. You're mechutzav." So that's how we are at the end of time. There's a there's a chutzpah uh, to to join uh, to, to join in, in this avoda, and and unless a person has this midah of netzach, uh, 
it's not going to, if a person doesn't have this Azdek Dushim Chutzpah, he's not going to, right away he's going to feel like, uh, when they tell him to leave, what does it mean when they, when they tell you to leave? Because right away, the, when this guy comes into the party, you know, the, somebody comes over and says, who are you, What's your, what are your credentials, you don't belong over here. So if he's loyal, Hitaka will say, you're right, you're right, I don't know what I was thinking, and he leaves. But if he's really in Bechutz, he'll, he'll, he'll say, what do you mean, I'll be okay. Why, why, Shkash? Why can't I? Why can't I? I'm, I'm going to stay anyway, and uh, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Or if they throw him out, they'll find another way to get back in. That's a chutzpah. Kiesh shehigish saor. Thank you. Kiesh shehigish saor because it happens often that a person does feel some or some light. or but that light disappears. So he's trying some of the things that we're learning, and he sees that it's something special. But then it's, it's just doesn't uh, it's not working. He doesn't he doesn't have any consistency. There's no hatslacha long term. So, so of course the Yitzhar tries to miyayish him. This is not for you. Look for some other things that you could do. This is not. You see, this is this is for Bali Madregas. This is only for certain dignitaries and big people. There's not there's not something that's for you. Um, you're a mechutzef. You're a uh, you're a person that's a baldimian chaloimis, and it's not for you. These are common diburim that are, that people who have shivas for for hiskaris Hashem, These are diburim that these people will often hear if they talk to anybody, if they share with anybody their shivas. And their challenges and difficulties. That, well, what are you? What are you looking for? Such things. This is not. This is not for a person like you. You don't belong in this. Just try to do whatever the, what everybody else is doing, and be misyayish like the rest of us. And don't, or don't even try. Forget about being misyayish. Misyayish means you tried and it's not working. Just don't try like the rest of us. Just settle. And, and that's all. And this, of course, is all coming from the HR. Even if right now you don't have these hard gushes, it's not you're not feeling this excitement. Nevertheless, remain committed to the to the avoda to the project. And this is we're going to talk more about in a minute. Even when a person is not is not doesn't actively see Paris, doesn't see the results of his avoda. Nevertheless, he should remain bepnimi pnimiest. He should remain uh, signed up, still part of that world, and and to think about it and to still aspire to it. Even even if you're not actively uh, you're not you're not actively feeling it, you're still enlisted. Even though you're right now. Right now, you're not you're not out there, but you're enlisted. You're in that world. Don't just write yourself off and say that's a little bit silly. You know, this is for, this is for other people. Because the because this that's really where it is. That's where it comes from. This applies even to a person who not only hasn't succeeded in sustaining this dveikus that he had started with, but uh, 
he falls into a virus. It's not for love on his house so. So in Chitzanius, it would seem that he has been taken by the enemy. He's been nichshal and It's not just that he has a Yetzirah to do something. He's done things. And so now it becomes completely absurd that he's still, for him to remain, for him to consider himself to be a, a card-carrying member of the Atma Advekim uh, club world, for him to continue entertaining this delusion that he still belongs, to, you know, that when he takes out his thing, he shows that he's one of the he's one of the people that belongs to the to the Bayam Dakacha Dveikus. Bayam Dakacha Dveikus, you're not in in prostitutes like other people. You're not you're not halavai. You should just be shemim mitzvahs. If only you would be a shemim mitzvahs, not to, not to be talking about. Vegas, because you you were taken prisoner. The Pnimius, you can't lose your mind. You can't give up your you can't give up your membership. In Pnimius, you can't give up your membership, and that's what happens with anybody who was ever taken a prisoner. When you study those people, if you look. Uh, by, like if you, if, you, if you remember reading from Sharansky, Mahitika person and what what he went through, the 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 entire time that he was in jail, the Moichen in his place of Moichen he was he was a Ben Chayyim, in the place of Pnimi Pnimius he was a free person. In Chitzanius he was in Chitzanius he was he was a prisoner. But in Pnime Pnimius, those are the people who survive. The people who the people who begin to believe that even in Pnime Pnimius that they're just that they're that they're prisoners and they belong to the enemy. Uh, uh, <clears throat> those people that they those are people who, who can't survive that. But the ones who even while they're in prison, Pnime Pnimius, they're free. And they see themselves as bad some being Bnei Kharim. Those are people who, who can survive. So that's what he's saying. Also, even if a person has, even a person has uh, worked on on these things, and he, and then he finds himself, he finds himself back in prison with the Avayus and so on. Also, and he should not stop, even while he's in jail. Even the Yetzar is mamish making fun of him. That you, you, you're doing Averis, and at the same time that you're doing Averis, you're talking about Tveikis. It's the biggest stira uh, to, to your Tveikis, is your Averis. And all of this, all of this uh, avoda that you're, that you're thinking about <clears throat> is all another, another sign of what a, a hypocrite you are. You're just a hypocrite. That's one of the f- favorite words of the of the uh, Yetzirah. Whenever I talk all the years to Bochum, the, 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 even though in general their English is not particularly great, you know, school didn't get them uh, too far uh, in general along in that world of, uh, of being uh, particularly uh, um, articulate. But when it comes to the word hypocrite, everybody knows, even the guy that never passed a test in, in vocabulary in his life, every Bochum knows the word hypocrite. And hypocrite, what does it mean to be hypocrite? It means 
that even though I even though I do a virus, I still want to daven. I'm still thinking about davening, or I'm still thinking about you know trying to go to the seder and to learn. What kind of hypocrite am I? I'm such a hypocrite. And that's and that's how the Yetzirah is one of the most powerful powerful weapons of the Yetzirah is this uh, is this nusach of hypocrisy, not to allow the person <coughs> to believe them. No, Bamis he wants to be a. a, a, a a ben Torah, Bemis, he wants to be a Ben Aliyah, and he wants to dive, and he wants to learn, and he's having a, he's, he's having a, a struggle, he's, he's having a Mulchama. Doesn't mean that he wants to go on the other side, but if you're, if the, if, if you're fighting against, the, you're fighting against the enemy, and, and, uh, and you lost some ground, or you got injured, so therefore you know, I might as well surrender. That's and then, you, and then you, you, you go over to the other side, and then you start fighting for the other side. That's ridiculous. You can't. That's 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 the opposite of what it means. The midah of Netzach. Netzach means Netzchis. Means I'm, I'm, this is still the camp that I'm part of. I'm still enlisted, and it's not called a Pakistan. It's called a Mulchama. It's called a war. And in a war, there are good days, there are bad days. Don't let yourself get killed, and keep on moving. That's it. But that's not. But right away, the Yitzhar says, "No, you're a hypocrite. You're you're getting up and you're saying, and you're saying Ashe Yisrael Hisacha, and you're going down and you're going to sit with the Gemara and you're going to start to learn, and 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 you know more than anybody that this is what you think about this. This is your whole history, and these are the various things you've done in your whole life. You've been doing these things. You're a hypocrite, or in Hebrew, Tzavua. That's what you are. You, you paint it. Tzavua means painted. You paint yourself to look a certain way." And Keely, you're trying to fool the world and you're trying to fool yourself and you're just a hypocrite. No, I'm not trying to fool anybody. I'm trying to be good and I'm having a hard time, so leave me alone. That's all. And that's not, it's not, it's not called hypocrisy. This is not a concerted attempt to try to fool anybody, to fool the world. It's just, it's just you have good days and bad days. You're trying hard and sometimes it doesn't go. And that's all. So the, but the HR says, nah, take off your tzitzes, don't even put on film, don't go to Minion. Like you see nowadays with guys, with Minion, not Minion, Minion, not Minion. And the, used to be, no matter what kind of a various a person did, he came to Minion in the morning. There's something there's something good about it, because people are sincere, so they feel that they, if they do an Aveira, that they, but that sincerity is something that's hard. That's not, that, that sincerity to tell that unless you're, unless you're, Consistent, and unless you're uh, avera free, that that you you know you really you really uh, you're really not uh, genuine. You're really not authentic. That's um, that's uh, that's our the vote of a person is eish tamid tukad loisichbe eish tamid tukad loisvech loisichbe that you have to keep the fire you have to keep the fire burning you have to keep the fire burning. You keep on, you keep on, you keep on uh, lighting up the fire, and you try your best. The yaschel tamed beish chadasha, just to try again a, a new fire. Kikuf samach dalit ki gam beish binin beisheni hayepagam shenosu nashim nachrius. Whatever, whatever, uh, whatever bad things that we've done. It doesn't compare to what Ezra and Nehemiah found when they came to Israel at the time of the Bayes to build the Bayeshain. A community of, of, of Jews that were living in Israel 
that to a large extent were married to that were married to to to, to non Jews that were married to guy, and that were that there were over there these were this was very very common behavior for the Jews of that time. Everybody knows that in the that with the excavations around Yushalayim, the old city in the, by the by the Mokkum Amigdash, the all kinds of avodazaros, and that they're not they're not non-Jewish avodazaros. Many many of them, some of them are, some of them are Jews. They're Jewish avodazaros from that from that time. And people we see that as the whole thing to 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 to, to, um, to clean to clean up. Yerushalayim from the Nashim Nachris and from Avadazar. She said, "Davin Nora." It's for us. It's hard to imagine. And nevertheless, they 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 were they were those they were chayz b'tshuv. Veishem afil adam inyanim shalmanias and machshalish and awful beizachet. This happens very often that a person can't move forward because of a certain avery that he did. So there are people that are in his way of becoming better, or as midas and so on. Person not to be confused or discouraged. Close your eyes. And to work even more on this avoda of the vekas. And it doesn't mean that you're a hypocrite. It means that you're trying to you're trying to get out of prison. You're trying to be good. That's all it means. Imagine a person like the Balshamakad said something similar to this. But you can imagine a person is drowning in, in, in the water, and he starts waving his arms and, and screaming out. And someone says to him, "What's the matter? What kind of hypocrite are you? You're, you're in the water. You're, you're drowning in the water. I mean, that's that's your place." So what do you know? All of a sudden, now you're screaming you want to be out of the water? <coughs> the whole thing is crazy. So he says, I'm drowning. I need help. Can you get me out of here? I don't want to drown. I don't want to drown. When a person makes his stylus in, in Avodah Hashem, even the deepest Avodah Hashem, it means he's waving his arms and he's screaming that he doesn't want to drown. And he's asking Hashem for help. So the answer is, you're, you're a fish? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Just stay in the water. That's where you belong. No, you want, you, you 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 feel that you're drowning, you admit that you're drowning, and you're screaming for help, and you you're trying to get out. That's that's a that's a simon that that you're that you're a healthy normal person. But the HR tells this person, you belong in the you belong in the water, that's where you belong. It's a. And, and you see that with kids in school and their class when they're not doing well. And this is the right away that this is a feeling the person has. And all these bilbulim to, to stop trying. And the person has to try very hard not to not to forget the tachlis, the goal, and we're, and why we're doing all of these things, which is kavod Hashem. No matter what the matzah that a person is in, whether it's going well or it's, or it's not going well at all, that all of this is just everything is a kashbaru, everything is a sham. It's all a, there's all a, a concealment, a kisui of dveikas. Everything is everything is dveikas. Everything is 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 Hashem is baruch. 
There's all a chapter in the story of 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 your of your uh, Indian with Hashem. That's all it is. It's just a part of that story. It doesn't mean you're. It doesn't mean it's a different book. It's this is the story of an of an Ivan Hashem. That there are times that are there are times that are 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 easier and times that are harder. And that's that's your story. It's not it's not a different book. And sometimes there's such bilbulim and it's so hard that he just figures that at this time let me just forget about this dveikas business, and it's, you know, I'll just I'll just try to be you know as uh, as posh as possible. If you had in the fila. But the person has to remember that Hashem hasn't gone anywhere. And Yehudi Tamid and Hashem is Baruch. That person, there's always with Hashem. Whatever. person is with Hashem. In the highest place, in the lowest place. His avoda is to see where is Hashem right now in this in this matzah that I am in. To see in this place that I'm in, to find Hashem in this matzah that I'm in. Hashem hasn't gone anywhere. So whether you whether you you've been doing great, so that's what Rabbi Nachman is talking about. So now you think you're you're some big knacker. You could also lose track of Hashem. I think that you don't have to work on things. You could also fall into that. Because that's a different HR. This HR comes and says to you, oh, you accomplished so much. Look how great you are. And you're, you're such a big person. So you don't have to work on these things anymore. So that's also, Ke'ilu, Hashem moved away. Or you're in a low place. You feel that you're in the darkest place. See, So the HR tells you that Hashem doesn't come to such a place. And that's not true. Wherever you are, there's an Indian of the makers because Hashem is with you there. So you can be misdabek Hashem in that place that you're in. Whether you're in Mitzrayim or in Yerushalayim, you're misdabek Hashem. So Yehudi Tavon Hashem is a b'chal yishchol b'shal b'chal matzah. So Rachak Liras Eish Eish Hashem is b'chal b'chal dover b'chal minei afanim ugevan. Hashem in all different disguises and all different ways, Hashem is there. Lahakir Hashem is b'chal amadregis amatzav. To to find Hashem b'chol hamadregus v'matzav in all madregus in all situations in life. Ani rishon v'ani achron. Ani rishon v'ani achron means Hashem says, "I am the beginning, I am the end," meaning I'm in the highest place and I'm in the lowest place. Ani rishon v'ani achron. I hang out to ask my achas kereishis. It's I'm with I I I'm with you when you're when you're at the top of your game and you're free and you're doing great things, and I'm with you when you're in jail, when you're a prisoner, when you're in the dungeon, I'm Ani Rishon, Ani Achron. Right? Rishis and Achris. It's the Takash Baruch Hu is a Shemayim and Sha'ol, the heavens and hell. It's a Baruch Hu is everywhere. See, Tzara says that over here you can't be Mizdabak Tasha. Rafilo Matzav Chitzonius Haguf Payofus. Let's say you're feeling. Exhausted, you're feeling hayofas. You just, you know, you're tired of this. Uma ayefes adam. 
you're going through things that have made you very, very exhausted. Whatever you're going through in life, whatever it is with a marriage or with kids or with money, whatever it might be, in whatever it is you're going through. So you feel a heaviness and a sadness, a depression, and usually these, these difficult times come with a person slipping into less than perfect behavior. That you feel, forget about Dveikas, how I should be able to just, you know, get myself up to Davin, to, to open up a, a Chomsh or something, to look at the Parsha, because you feel such a Kveda, such a, such a heaviness, and such a weakness and, and sadness. So, you have to, you have to go in the way of Avdei Hashem. Shein mispalam iklum, or not mispalam, from anything. Not misbal. Even though they're even though they're exhausted. Even though right now they don't have the strength to they don't have the strength to put in like a Gavaldiga learning and a Gavaldiga davening and they don't have the they don't have the matzav ruach to, to do with this this mitzvah with dveikas or excitement. To, nevertheless, in, in the machshava, they're still dveikim. Again, they're still enlisted in the machshava, and that's not called fooling yourself. It's called being mechazik yourself. And it, it, that's, there's nothing that's more real than that because Hashem is there. So even though right now, for instance, I mean, let's say a person. I'm just using a silly dogma. But let's say a person is is just uh, exhausted and upset and had a horrible day and all kinds of disappointments and uh, and it's time for to say Kriya So uh, he normally he normally says the whole Kriya and it's a nice avoda. But he just he just hadn't he and all he can all he can come up with is just to say you know like the the first parsha Shema. Or just say Shema Yisrael Shem Kei Shem Echad and Baruch Shem Kei Nochus. That's all he could come up with. So there are two ways of looking at himself as his eyes are closed. There are two ways as, as he drifts off into into that world. Uh, 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 there are two ways he can look at himself. One way is uh, the usual Mahalach of the Eight Sarvas to say, "Look what a, an Eisvah if you are. You can't even say you don't even say Kriyshma," and. Uh, and 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 the second that you have a hard time, this is what happens to you. You fall apart. You can't take another five minutes to say a few more words, and, and that whole narrative plays itself out, and so on. And it usually continues on the next day. Or a person, a person can have the following mahalach. that he says Shema Yisrael, and in his mind, in his head. In his mind, he's saying, he says something like this, Rabbi Shalom, I'm having a hard time right now. I need your help. Pull me out of this. But in my head right now, in my head right now, I want to say the entire Krishna with with Kavonim with Vegas. But in my head, I'm saying to you, and here, here, here is the whole Krishna, Laila Tov. Now, you understand that, that, 
many, many people, including people who have learned a lot of Torah, come and tell you that you're the biggest Baldimian in the world, and that this is total shtiyot, and your, 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 and all the other things that are yaish you, and, and that the only real creation is when you say Krishna. And there's not, you didn't say it. So what are you, what are you saying? Laila Tov, here's a creation of you. You didn't say it. And that's, and that's for many, many of the Hever, that's a turning point to go away. Of course, no one's saying that you, should, that you could do every, anything you want in life and just say, in my mind, I'm, I'm doing it. And there's no exact way to explain what the gvul is between being a Baldimian, between a person that's deluding himself and being an, an Elohim that's trying to be, that's trying to be good. There's no klal in this Indian of, Every person is different. But in general, the klal is that when the HR comes and tells you that you're, that you're, that you're worthless and that, the, you're, and that you can't even do this and your whole thing is nothing, that you should know that that's the HR. That's not the HR type. Any, any, any diburm of Yeyush, any dibur of Yeyush is the HR. Even if it has the best case in the world against you, and the Yetzirah tells you, you're an Ovid of the Zara, like they were the Besamek at the time of the second man. You're an Ovid of the Zara, you're married to a Gaita, you're married to a not Jewish woman, and you go to church with her on Sunday. And then you had this idea that the Lubavitch guy says, You want to put on film? Right? Comes over to you walking down the street in Manhattan. I'm sure the Chevers still uh, are doing that. You're walking down the street in Manhattan, and some Chabad comes over and says, Here, how about putting on film? So the thing says, yeah. I'm married to a goita, and I go to church with her on Sunday to make her happy. Not that I believe in that stuff. Yeah, Jew doesn't believe in that, but I go, to, I go with her because it's a family thing. And we take the kids. And you have a little goyim in the house. <laughs> and you go with all the goyim to church. And, you, and, 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 the, and, and he says, the answer to the Lubavitch is, no, 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 I, I, I don't do that. And what if this guy stops and says, Afal Pichain. Afal Pichain. Right now, it's not too hard for me to, to, to put on a pair of two. It's not too hard for me. I haven't seen mine, you know, it's in some uh, suitcase somewhere, you know, or in a drawer for the last 40 years. I'm a Yid, I'm a Jew. It's true, I'm married to a, and I do this, and I go there, and it's true that my, my children are not Jewish. I'm a Yid. And who says that the Bainshalm is not still there? And then he'll hear the voice of some rabbi that he remembers giving a speech that said, that said to him that you have no chayel to the mabu. It's the only thing he remembers for all the things that he's done. This, that's always the voice of the Yitzhar. Even if it comes with Rambams and Gemaras and all kinds of fancy things, it's always, Yeyush is always not to do something better, not to do something better and to give in to something worse. That's always, always, always the Yitzhar. Always. Even though he comes and he comes looking dressed up like a tzaddik, he looks like a, and you're hearing some speech, and he looks like a chash of a rav, a big tzaddik, or a tamachachim that's saying over some shmuz, and he's saying things about insincerity and hypocrisy, and you feel that he's talking to you and he's describing your life, and he's saying all kinds of oinshim and punishments and clawless and curses and, and, and all kinds of avtachis that you have no chelik and al-mahab and also all these things, and it's mamish describing your life. You run away from that. You know that he's mamish the Yitzhar is mislabish in this tamachach and this side. That's all. But at that moment, he's mislabish. He's enclosed in the words that are coming out from the mouth of this person. And that's it. That's all it is.
And you know that the tzaddikim in the early generations, they went, the Rabbi Amalek has a famous story, and the Bashan of Akash himself used to go to these, into these shuls with the Magidim. We had these, these Magidim that were screaming at the Jews and telling all kinds of discouraging things, and, and how the Rabbi Amalek would go there and make a tumult, and he would get up and start talking, and the Bashan of Akash would either interrupt or get up and start off saying something harsh, and, they, and everybody, and the rabbis were all excited, oh, he's going to say some good stuff, and then they, and then they would let the rabbi have it, and and tell the and tell the the island that the Bereshit loves you and your tzaddikim. We're gonna we're gonna work on this together. And then and then the Redifus and the Rabbi Rabbi had to run out and he, they were gonna kill. Not the Hamaynam, the rabbis were gonna kill. Those are the scariest people, not the regular Jews. So the rabbis were the scary people. The regular people, they hear it, they want to be better. The rabbis are nervous about what this this might mean for their their, their the malchus of sadness. The kingdom of sadness might be, uh, they might be dethroned from the throne of sadness, depression and despair. Any time there's a, a dibur of depression or despair of giving up, it's in the Yitzhar. Makes no difference if it has a beard and face and wears white <laughs> socks. <laughs> if it if it says if it says you can't, it means it's the Yitzhar. and you can look at that with with horns like a devil, <laughs> and run away. That's all it is. See, it's ours. Mislabish in in levushim yikarim. It's mislabish in all kinds of in all kinds of, of, of malbusha. To 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 run away from such a, a, a thing, to the to such a thing. <clears throat> That's why a person can 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 do that, and a person should do that. That even though right now, Rosh it's so hard for me. Help me. Tomorrow I'm going to try again. But right now, here's my kriyshma. It's only it's only in my in pnimi pnimi of who I am. I'm giving you this creation. <clears throat> and a person can even, even the Swam say, even the Khalilah's Bashasa Avera itself, even if the time of the Avera itself is not deluding itself. Mr. Balsham have said that, you all know that in the word Chait, the Aleph is silent, right? In the word Chait, the Aleph is silent. In the word Sin, there's a silent Aleph, and Aleph is Hashem. Aleph is Shalom, Elokim, Elokus. is a silent Aleph, Bashasa Chait, that a person could also say. This is not me. This is not what I want to do. So, so what are you, the biggest hypocrite in the world? If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. The, the, the truth is you want to do it. Vairaya, you're doing it. So what are you saying you don't want to do it? But Pneumi Pneumi is what I'm saying. I don't want to do it. It's not to, not to take your name off the list of the enlisted soldiers, ever. Never to remove your name from from the list of being of being an Ever Hashem. That's the key. Never ever to take your name off of that. No matter what. You see, by the Bayashain, with with the Gaitas and with the Avadazaras. And Ezra and Nehemi came to speak to them, it resonated with them. Because they lived in the, that even though they were doing these things that they didn't see themselves as being such people. They were living in that place of wanting to change. They didn't know how. So he's married to somebody that's not Jewish. That doesn't mean that he's not Jewish. I, someone, you heard a speech, and the speech they said, you're a mumul chalatar kula, and it says that you're like a guy. So he heard, so he heard that. But oftentimes the way the speech came out is that you are a guy, not that you're like a guy. But that you are a guy. It doesn't say anywhere that you're a guy. It says that you are behaving. You are like a guy. Yes, you are behaving like a guy. 
But that does not mean that you are a guy. But the way he gets across in his speech is, you're a guy. And if you're, if you're not Jewish, then what's the tachlis? No. Because that's not... That's not, that's not what, 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 what the Chazalas say. There are certain behaviors that, that are not Jewish, and you have to try to get out of those. And if you act that way, then you're not, act, you're not, you're not acting the way that Jews should behave. That's all. doesn't mean you're not Jewish. Like the famous Maishab said many times over the years with the, by the Vilna Goyen, that, that there, was a, there was some kind of a, a maskil, a Mechal Shabbos, that was uh, having a discussion with the Vilna Goyen, and, and, and this uh, guy takes, uh, takes a glass of water to have a drink. And the Vilna Goyen says to him, whoa, 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 you didn't make a shahakal. <laughs> so the guy says to the Vilna Goyen Rebbe, a shahakal? And he starts to say, you know, his Averis, and he's a shahakal. And the Vilna Goyen, in case you think this is a chastidious thing, the Vilna Goyen said to him, you're, you're a Jew and you have to make a shahakal. You can make a shahakal, it's not hard for you to make a shahakal. <laughs> but, but he already thought that he's not enlisted, you understand? He, he, he didn't see himself anymore on the, on the, uh, as part of the chavr. So he, he, even when it comes to the simplest of others, which is to make a shahakal, He's not on the list for shah. For, uh, he's not. And the Vilna Gaon said to him, "Sayid, you a Jew? You a Jew? You remember the beautiful story I've, heard, I've told a number of times over the years about the the, the Baba Rabbi Susi Elayin with the with the Daitcher. You remember that? Mm-hmm. That's one of the most powerful stories in all the, I ever heard in my life. The with the Baba. I'll just remind you of it. I'll say it, but kids. But the story is, you know, the, when the Bhavava came to America, Reb Shleimelim, he came to America, so he was on the west side when he first came, and he didn't want to be a rabbi anymore at that time. He, what he went through, he, he had it. It was only because his cousin, the Sam Rebbe, was pushing him very hard, and there was a whole, you know, some of the old chassidim, but he, he didn't want to, he wanted to leave it. And he had, there was a, he had a, a little shtibble, and they didn't, on the west side, and, and, uh, they had trouble getting a minion. They had trouble getting a minion. Can you imagine the Baba Rebbe had trouble getting a minion? And and it was, it's Friday and it was getting late, and um, and he was there with his son Rav and some others, and they they needed a minion, and they were standing outside on the west side of Manhattan, whatever that is, in 1946 or 47. They're standing outside and they're looking for a Jewish face. And imagine these are. It's already it's already getting dark, and and they and they uh, he tells his son find the and they look at somebody and they said and he asks somebody beside and the guy says no and he said he answers in Yiddish yeah so what do you want from me he says we need you for a minion, and and the guy the, the guy himself the guy himself is a survivor and the guy says uh, no I don't I don't doubt him I'm not coming. And uh, and he said, and I don't, the Rebbe or, the, or his son said to him, so what does it hurt you? We need a minion. So uh, I'm not asking you to just help us to make a minion. So he was he was a tenth. It's okay. So he said, all right. So he, he comes into the shul, and once he comes in, his name is Moshe. That's what's said in the story. Once he comes in, so he says, uh, I, I want to down vidom. You've seen this kind of behavior before. I want to daven for them. Not so extreme, but to head to the armor, this is very common. So, uh, so the 
So the son, you know, the other people that looked at the Rebbe, the, and, the, and the Rebbe says, oh, I should be covered gold. Now you can already hear, like, you know, somebody saying, but it says in here, and the post can say, and the, the Bible says, be covered gold. And he, he got something down, sit down. Fine. The rest of the chavah, the, the family, whatever, who's there, whatever, the people, they're not happy with this. And he starts coming every Friday night, Moshe. And he doesn't ask, head straight <laughs> for the for the for the armor. straight for the armor. and the guys are not, you know, not happy about this but the Baba Rebbe with him they're best friends oh Moshe's do Moshe and he's, he loves him and uh, and this is going on for a while and you remember what happened all of a sudden Moshe doesn't show up we're gone and it's Friday and it's getting late and and the uh and they, and they have a minion. But the Rebbe says to 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 Naftolcher that we we can't have him. The Balfil is not Moshe's not here. So they were, they're all excited that Moshe didn't come, <laughs> and uh, and they have a minion. They don't want Moshe. He's a. Uh, so the Rebbe says we have to find Moshe. I don't want to start not davening. Kabbal Shabbos till you find Moshe. And it's getting dark, and 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 you have to find. So, so he says to his father, he says, this, is, this, this, this isn't Bobber, this is Manhattan. I'm going to go look for my shield here. So, and, and, and he says, no, you have to, you have to find my shield. You can't daven. So him and somebody else, they go, and the the, the, the and some other fellow, they go looking around, and, they, and, they, uh, and there's a park over there, not far, a block or two away, and and and. It's already, it's already Shabbos, you understand? And, and, he, and he's sitting there, and he's smoking a cigarette. Moshe's smoking a cigarette on Shabbos. They, they don't say anything. They don't, they, he didn't see them. And they go back, and they tell the Baba Rebbe. That, and he said, and the very reason, where's Moshe? He, says, he said, uh, no, we've, we found Moshe. Said, so why, why didn't you bring him? We need to dive him already. It's late. Why didn't you bring him? So he said, Rebbe, Moshe's sitting over there in the park, smoking a cigarette, playing chess or something. He's, he's smoking. And the Rebbe said, no, that's not true. He's not. Go, go tell him we're waiting for him. He's not smoking a cigarette. They said, he, he said, go. And they go, and they look, he's smoking a cigarette. He's, he's. So the Rebbe said to him, he's, he's not smoking a cigarette. It's not true. And, and, uh, what happened was that uh, he said, go bring him and, and he'll daven for the oven. And they brought him whatever and he came and he davened. Years later, years later, um, there was a, it was Purim or something and the, and the Rebbe is sitting there with all thousands of chassidim and the whole chassidim became built up and he's sitting there in Baruch Hashanah chassidim and Yid comes in with the shayna board and pay so Yid comes in and, and he pushes away his way through and he says, uh, and he says, uh, Rabbi, and the Rebbe looks at him for a second. And he says, Moshe. <laughs> they hadn't seen him in a long time. And, and he pulls him over here. And he, and he said that the Rebbe said to his son, you see, I told you that Moshe wasn't smoking a cigarette. The Deitsche was smoking the cigarette. The Nazi was smoking the cigarette, not Moshe. It wasn't Moshe who was smoking. It was the Nazi who was smoking. You hear the Moshe? It was the Nazi who was smoking the cigarette. 
because the Rebbe saw that. It wasn't Moshe smoking the cigarette. It was what he went through with the Nazis. He couldn't. He didn't. He couldn't bring himself. He done. This is Moshe. Uh, Moshe the Nazis smoking a cigarette. That's all. That's how tzaddik looks. Tzaddik looks. At, you can imagine every single the the board of the board of rabbis would have sat by that whole thing and saying everything that the Rebbe did here was against halacha. Everything he did here was wrong. This is not the proper behavior. Da, 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 da. You don't get a guy like this. All the things, all the right explanations. And for everything they're going to say, there's a taz, there's a there's a there's a there's this, there's this, there's that. In the meantime, Moshe comes marching in uh, 50 years later and then he has to, to, to report that he has Jewish children and Jewish grandchildren. He started his life again. And, and, and how did Sadiqim were operating in such a way? Because, because the tzaddik was never, ever Messiah. Never Messiah in this person. It was never ever messiahish. There was a. So I already, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. That I saw somebody sent me this the the. Uh, somebody sent me this the other day, that. Um, that there was a mice of the. Uh, yeah, there, there was a in the. You remember the old have you remember? The, I don't know if they're still around, but they, we when we grew up. There was a basketball thing, a team called the Harlem Globetrotters. They were very, very, they were very, very talented, murdered talented basketball players, and they did all the shtick with the basketball. It was uh, it was comedy basketball. I don't know if they still do that, but it was very, very popular when we were growing up. It was a huge thing, and they were funny and they were talented. And the, their coach was a guy by the name of Abe Sachs. One of the one of the from sent me this thing. The coach was Abe Sachs. So he. Not religious at all. That was the name Abe Sachs. And he was coaching for the years. And at some point along the way, this Abe Sachs saw something, a, a television, something, a, a, a Fabrenian, Lubavitch Rebbe. And he said, this is unbelievable. And he decided he's going to go see what it, what's going on. He found out somehow when's the next Fabrenian. He went and, and he became crazy with, the, with going to Fabrenians, even though he wasn't from. He started going to Fabrenians. There are films of him standing on a bench, he was always wearing a, a, like a, a light tan suit with a tan cap, and whistling during the Nagunim and, and shaking his arms like this and, and whistling. It's Abe Sachs. And, and, uh, and, and there were guys who translate some things to him, you know, but he, he didn't understand anything, and the Rebbe liked him very much, the Rebbe would, you know, <laughs> this guy. And he was writing letters to the Rebbe back and forth, and the Rebbe was always in, uh, in touch, they were in touch. And uh, he felt a hard times. I don't know what happened to him. It could be he got into some bad things, whatever, something. And he was no longer with the Globetrotters. And he got some job being a high school coach. So whatever happened, happened. I never read about him. I don't know. But he, something happened. And he became a high school coach. And, and then he, eventually he lost that job also. So uh, he was very depressed. Because like, obviously things were bad in his life. He was very depressed. He lost everything. Even that job. And uh, and he didn't know what to do, so it was a regular day. So he went, he went to seven seventy to wait there when the rebbe would come in for mincha. And uh, he was going to try to get a bracha from the rebbe. So uh, he's standing over there, and he and uh, everybody there knew him who he was. And he and he and he went. The rebbe was walking, and he's nodding. The rebbe's nodding and smiling to everybody. And then he was, he goes over to the rebbe. He says, "Rebbe, they 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 threw me out. I, I lost my job." And the rebbe said to him, "Abe." Uh, Rommel, he says, you're my coach, you're my coach, you're my coach. He said that they gave him his life back. And then he, there he was back on the bench, screaming and hollering. And not only that, 
but the, there were a few times that he was be, he was there in the Rebbe and the Rebbe would tell him, go go, uh, uh, get, Abe, go talk to the guys, give the boys, you're a coach, give the boys some, give the boys some chizik, you're a coach, you're a coach. The eyes of a tzaddik, how how he looked at people. He didn't look at himself that way. He looked at himself as being completely done. But he had in him enough that he said, I'm going to go to get a bracha. That he wasn't misyayish. That he had in him still, I'm not going to give up, I'm going to go ask for a bracha. And then from that, the tzaddik took him out from the gauge, took him out from the he didn't know how to get out, but he wasn't misyayish. But the but then the tzaddik took him out from a place of of yesh and told him that Be'etzim, you're a coach. The fact that the fact that that they fired you doesn't mean you're not a coach. You're Be'etzim, a coach. That's who you are. You're currently unemployed, but Be'etzim, that's who you are. It's the same thing when a Jew doesn't doesn't avail. You. You're Be'etzim, you're a Jew, no matter what you do. You're currently not acting in a Jewish way. But that doesn't mean that it changed the atzmis of who you are, the atzmis of who you are. The Yitzhara, the, the biggest thing the Yitzhara does is always to say that this is no longer, you're a hypocrite because you do this, but you're that. In other words, you're another person from what you're doing when you do a mitzvah. You're another person. It never tells you you're a hypocrite by doing an avera. It's an interesting thing. Think about it. It never, it never says to you that when you do an avera, it's so out of character. You're such a hypocrite. It knows you're really a tzaddik. What are you doing? You're such a hypocrite. Never, never, never says such a thing. Only the other way, that when you're doing mitzvahs, then it says you're a hypocrite. It's interesting. It's one of the biggest riots that it's all shaker. Because if, if, if hypocrite means that you have two ma'alchim, so then it should be that 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 if, if you're usually doing a ver, if you're usually um, doing mitzvahs, and then you go to do an avera, then somebody should come and tell you in your head that you're a hypocrite because you're really about mitzvahs, and you and and but never does that. It's only when you're. It's only. It's only when you're doing a mitzvah that it comes and tells you, "Oh, you're a hypocrite." It, it wants you to divide yourself into different pieces instead of saying, "No, I'm a, I'm a coach. This, this is who I am, and right now I'm behaving in a way that's not. It's not appropriate. I try to be. I need. I need help. Help. And then you go not to be misyayish. That's okay.